They're not doing that because they're playing games. They're making their move. They're making their move. They're making their move. Are you ready? What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Have you ever felt a visceral attraction to a politician? There is not a liberal America and a conservative America. There is the United States of America. I am your voice. Ask yourself if they're really telling the truth. This is a secret innuendo being leaked out there about me. I was honestly concerned that he might lie about the nature of our meeting. This is Subliminally Correct, a podcast where we examine all the ways politicians and newsmakers are using psychological tactics to influence you every single day. And now, join myself, Taylor Sherman, certified hypnosis instructor and executive coach, along with my co-host, Alex Dobranek, political consultant and certified consulting hypnotist, on this episode of Subliminally Correct. And welcome to another episode of Subliminally Correct. What do we have up for today, Alex? So today we're going to be continuing our two-part episode on Alex Jones, where he's really bringing in a lot of metaphorical language, a lot of sort of scary themes, and, you know, a lot of stuff to really terrify people into supporting him, into supporting Trump and the Republicans. Um, Again, if you listen to our last episode last week, you'll hear some of the themes um, that he got into. You're going to hear a lot about, you know, how he's uh, scaring people into um, fearing pedophiles, fearing homosexual people or uh, transsexual individuals. And uh, that's that's really powerful. And he uses a lot of really powerful imagery for that. And in this episode, he's going to double down on the same types of themes and, you know, really start creating some even more images of, of demons, of evil people, evil Democrats or globalists who are trying to take over the world, trying to take your children and really asking the question, are you ready? What are you going to do about it? Now, as we continue here, we're going to be hearing Alex Jones starting to talk about James Comey, and he's going to play a little clip of Comey, and then he's going to have a little bit of commentary on it. This clip is not very long. It's about a minute, but just listen to how some of what he says about James Comey. Let's take a listen to this clip. We have strong disagreement on policy grounds, and I hope there's diversity in policy here. I don't care what your views are. I hope you articulate them and defend them and listen and debate them. That's important. But we have something in common. We have a set of values that are at the core of this country that hold this place together. Clinton deep state bagman Comey thinks it's funny that he was the leaker and that he lied to Congress and the world. He thinks committing crimes are funny, and he thinks if he acts confident, he won't get indicted. Word is, the criminal investigation is honing in on him. From my new home in New Zealand, I will... uh, Oh, and now suddenly he's talking about moving to New Zealand. Not so fast, criminal. We're going to bring you to justice, and we're going to bring Hillary to justice as well. Because if we don't, you criminals will continue to strike back at your enemy. But the American people know how much you hate us, and we're fighting back at Infowars.com, Newswars.com, and bam! Video. <laughs> oh man think again criminal uh he's sort of uh right there is it's, it's the lock him up ethos you wonder where trump sort of gets this idea of lock him up lock them up 
Um, this is this is where it is, right? It starts on these right wing blogs. It starts on um, you know Alex Jones Infowars and all of his various blogs, where they take just somebody who you know may be unpopular or may have some issues themselves, and then amplifies it and really runs super hard to the right. And now suddenly they're this evil criminal that's you know out to cause all sorts of uh, wrongs in the world and. Now they're now he's running off to New Zealand, um, and so what this does is it gives him a license to be to be much more attacking than his base would let him be. Once he uh, sort of uh, uh, gives himself permission by framing Comey as such a terrible person and builds that up and builds a little bit of that that um, that foundation there, then it provides a justification in the listener's mind for. Alex Jones to then amplify that and come to his conclusions. And that's exactly what he does. Yeah. What's interesting to me about this clip is that as he plays Comey talking, there really is nothing in what Comey said there that you could look at and say was deep state or that he was lying. And he was just talking very broadly about American values, the values that I think that a lot of us were raised really to believe and but he just stops it right there and talks about the Clinton deep state bag man, James Comey, who thinks that it's funny that now this is what's called a presupposition. When people presuppose things within sentences, he's assuming or implying that something is true. So he thinks it funny that he was the leaker. He thinks it funny that he lied to the world. He thinks it funny that. And this other thing that is true, and he is presupposing that thing is true by the structure of his sentence. And right there at the end there, he says this thing of the American people know how much you hate us and we're fighting back at Infowars.com. And okay, if we just take that sentence, the American people. So what do we have? An unspecified abstraction. So who are those people? What does it mean? It's a very big chunk. It's very high level. The American people know. So that's a mind read now. Now we're talking about what this group, this amorphous group of people know. And we know how much you hate us. Okay. And now it's an us. And we're fighting back at Infowars.com. So somehow he represents the American people. And he knows he is the voice for and is able to speak for the American people. Now, that's just one sentence. And think about all of the other persuasive devices that he's been packing into all of these sentences as he's moving on through this. So in this next clip, uh, again, with the music, he's going to be starting out with uh, Send in the Clowns um, as he talks about a GOP nightmare scenario that we all need to look at. And so listen for the imagery that he's using here and how he paints his pictures of, of what he's talking about. And again, he gets into that, um, the, a little bit of a character play at the end there. Um, you'll hear him use sort of some spooky uh, hypnotic outro that uh, I found was really fascinating. So take a listen to this clip and, and see how he uses his voice and how he uses this imagery to paint a picture. Just when I'd stopped opening 
Okay, I uh, came in here ready to cover the GOP's nightmare scenario, which we have to look at or Trump could lose if we're overconfident. And I I don't just say this because Matt Drudge links to my articles. I, I mean, I say it because I know why. I mean, you, I was going to shoot a video last week. I just never got around to it. Where the type of videos that Drudge links to is where I'm like, how dare you say red flag lost Trump? Whoever's telling you this is a liar. If you do this, you're destroying yourself. Or why aren't you fighting the censorship? Why aren't you standing up for Assange? Uh, why are you committing political suicide, not making these key moves? He's doing a lot of great stuff. But if you have a fire maybe 100 days out of the year in your fireplace, and then one of those days you take coals out and throw them across the room, you're going to burn the house down. doesn't matter the other 99 days you have the fire properly going here. And uh, so, you know, Drudge is right to publish or, or to link to these reports. And a lot of people, I get calls probably 10 times a day, text messages, you know, what about Drudge? What about Drudge? And it's this huge hysteria uh, out there about, you know, he's linking to stuff from the enemy. Well, if I saw people trying to come rob my house and I'm looking out the front window and I see the robbers getting out of their van with crowbars and masks, I'm not going to get mad at my eyeballs for showing me that. I'm going to get my shotgun out. And so I see it as the same thing. When I come out and say, stop the censorship, free Assange, back off on the gun control, it's because Trump's moved the right direction on a lot of those since we did that. And Drudge linked to that because that's hardcore and that makes sense. And, and, and so Drudge is speaking through what he links to. And linking to hardcore stuff like you better back off on the red flags. You better leave our due process alone. Hey, you better go after the censorship, buddy. We really care about you, Trump. So if I disagree with something that Drudge is saying or doing, I'll, I mean, I'm just automatic. I'll say what I really think. I have been super critical of the president. Hell, I would imagine I probably influenced Drudge. Drudge says I've influenced him. I'm, and I appreciate some of his nice statements he's put out in the past. That I'm one of the best shows out there. But... We need to be upset. There's massive election fraud. Trump barely won three years ago because of a giant landslide, and he barely won because of the fraud. And remember, I'm the guy that told you he was going to win and laid out the facts and the real polls. Well, I'm looking at the numbers, and he is very, very popular, more popular than he was three years ago. But there is unbelievable fraud being pulled out right now. And people being registered in the names of dead folks. That's been proven by all the lawsuits by Judicial Watch and others. And so if you think they had their act together to rig stuff three years ago, man, they are, this is the big assault. So people better. And I'll tell you, because Paul Watson, even before Drudge started really, you know, getting more critical of, 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 of how much trouble Trump could be in, because it's true, Watson goes and hangs out some with the, uh, you know, high-level, mid-level Republicans, you name it some of these big events, weddings, things like that in D.C. and Virginia. And he was just like, it's disgusting. The people are nice, but the Trump worship and Trump can do no wrong and we're invincible and the Trump dynasty is going to reign for 100 years. Man, that's the stuff that has SS Titanic written on the side of it. I mean, that is just not good, 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 not good. People are like, hey, they admit they won't take our guns. Wow, that admits we're going to be able to stop them now. No, that means they're getting ready to make their move. They want a civil war. 
my God, ladies and gentlemen, they're openly having children do strip teases down to their underwear in front of men with erections. And the news is saying it's a good thing in the New York Times. They're not doing that because they're playing games. They're making their move. They're making their move. They're making their move. Are you ready? What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? We'll talk about it when we come back in 60 seconds. Please stay with us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, this, oh man, that is a very spooky outro there. And wow, you know, we need to be upset. Trump barely won. And, you know, just think about how many straw men that Alex Jones is putting up here to be attacked. He talks about this GOP nightmare scenario that we have to look at or Trump's going to lose. And he goes into this idea of another metaphor. So if you have a fire and the fire is in the fireplace, 99 days out of 100. But one day you take that fire and you spread it across the rug. That's going to burn your whole house down. Doesn't matter that it was there 99 days out of 100. Now, what does this have to do with anything? (laughs) Not really much. But think about how he brings you into this way of thinking about things, which is an alternate reality. Now, this is a key thing that people do when they want to be able to persuade is that they bring people into not the current reality, not the objective reality, not the one that everyone will agree on, but into a place which is a different world. And Alex Jones wants you to step into the world where someone would take coals from their fire and spread them across their living room rug. He wants you to think about someone coming to your house with a crowbar and a mask and not getting mad at your eyeballs, but grabbing the shotgun. And what he does interspersed within all of that is he starts to make these little comments. So he makes a comment about Drudge Report, and he says, I'm not saying this because, dot, 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 I'm only saying this because, the other thing. Now, this is a clever little language pattern. So, I'm not saying this because Drudge reads me. I'm only saying this because this other reason. That's why I'm really saying it. But in the meantime, the first thing that he says in the sentence already got accepted by the person's mind. So you can see that one key thing that Alex Jones wants to do is he wants to keep focusing on everyone who is supporting him and how they all know that he is right, his relation to Trump, how he is criticizing the president, but also how the president isn't completely right sometimes. It's very confusing. And then we hear him really going into some of these other hypnotic devices. You know, one of my favorites is when he just says, Not good, Mm -hmm. not good, not good. And he just says it like eight or nine different times all in a row. But think about who else does that, right? He, He goes into this thing where he says these things, which is almost like a person who is perhaps on some sort of medication or perhaps on some sort of drug. I mean, I'm just fantasizing here about what might be going on that he is saying these types of things but he does sound like he's in some sort of altered state where he just 
is is so free with his expression in that way. Right. Yeah. It's that repetition that he uses over and over and over again throughout all of his episodes. And that's really important to pay attention to because, again, a lot of people are going to be listening to this in the background while they're doing other things. And so if they're just hearing a steady hum of not good, not good, not good, not good, it's going to sort of color what they're thinking and what they're doing and might stoke them into being a little bit more of a fearful person. And that's exactly what he wants. And that's exactly what, you know, sort of plays into a lot of conservative mindset. So if we also take a look at the the spooky hypnotic outro he has there, which is just, you know, aside from like the, the, the monster that he turned into earlier in this episode, um, this is another of my favorite moments here where he is, you know, getting in that spooky, eerie music in the background. And he just says, they're making their move. They're making their move. They're making their move. And who's making what and their move? And what is the move? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It could have been the things he was talking about before. Could be any other thing that you're afraid of. But they're making their move. They're doing it. Are you ready? Are you ready? What are you going to do about it? And then he just ends it. Um, and so it's just, it is a very chilling, it is a very scary moment right there. And um, it certainly, it certainly influences hundreds, if not thousands of people around, you know, around the country listening to this um, on any given day. And, and to think about it, he has a several hour long show and he has moments like this littered throughout it. You're going to pick up one, you're going to pick up two, you're going to pick up a couple. Um, and, and that's what he counts on. All right. Well, I think that's all the time that we have for today. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to this two-part episode on Alex Jones and InfoWars. I hope that you have enjoyed it and enjoyed the commentary that we've had here on this very spooky kind of person and what he has done. And remember that if you haven't already, please follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Make sure to tweet out at us your thoughts about the show. We are at SubliminalPod. And you can also subscribe to the show. So you can do that in the show notes below. You can find our link to our Patreon page and also by going to support on our website. For as little as $3, you can subscribe to the show and really show your support for the show. There's all sorts of exclusive Patreon content that we have there. We'd also like to thank our newest Patreon supporter for um, subscribing to the show. And we will catch you again next week. 